Okay. Uh, we'll start at the bottom of Pei Pechesamet Beis. We'll hold Pechesamet Beis. So we're holding in the middle, really, there was a story yesterday, Pechesamet Aleph, at the bottom of Pechesamet Aleph. We are in the middle of the story of Imeder of Shmuel Bar Abba. We are in the middle of the story of where, where the mother of Shmuel Bar Abba gave him, she got married uh, to Reb Abba. Obviously, this is the second Reb Abba, not Reb Shmuel Bar Abba's father. She got remarried um, to somebody else with, with the same name. And she wrote her Nechassim to Reb Shmuel Bar Abba. Then she was Nefteris. And the question becomes if she was able to have given over these nechassim to her son or not, right? That was that was that was the Gemara yesterday. Um, can she or can she not have given over those nechassim um, while she was while she was alive to, to for him to have after her her death, right? And um, we went through some some discussion about: Are do you have the right to? Um, if 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 you have the right to Paris, is that a bailus shaf or not? Right. So basically, the woman's property during the husband's lifetime, nichse meluk, she, he, she has she owns the property, but he has the right to the fruits of the property. Right. So if if she were to sell that property, is she able to sell that property or not? Right. If the answer is that that a that owning the rights to the Paris is a real bylaws, is a real ownership, like Rabbi Yechnan seems to hold, then you would not be able to sell it. And Rish Lakish holds that that you would be able to sell it. That's that's the that, that was the real discussion um in yesterday's in yesterday's Gemara. So now um and right and there was a machlaikis there was a machlaikis uh Rabyurmiya Abba held that the that that these these this stuff could go the the, the nechassim of Reb Shmuel Bar Abba's mother. I'm assuming Reb Irmia Bar Abba is probably his brother, um, but he held that it does go to 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 um, to Reb Shmuel Bar Abba. Um, and Rabbi Shayis said that then then uh, Reb Abba went to Reb Shaya, who went before Reb Yehuda. And he said, no, that, uh, that, that, if she sold the Nifsi while her husband was alive, uh, and then she dies, right? You can, the, the Baal is allowed to take it from the Lukuchas. Meaning what? Meaning that she had no right to really sell it. He really owns it, even though all he owned at the time was, was the, was the, uh, the Paris. So he that's what he held, right? So that was the Machlaikis uh Rabbi Yuri Abba and, and, and Rabbi Yehuda. So we had tried to we, we went with a couple of riots back and forth yesterday. Um and and Rabbi Yehuda said that it's not done to, to 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 the Mishnah. And we went through why not. Um so we'll start here about uh four lines up from the bottom of Pechasamat Bays. Elamai in a Danish Mishnah Senu. Why is it that it's not Doimit to our Mishnah? They brought a Raya. Why is it not like that? Mishunta Kanas Usha the Omer of Yosi Bar Chanina, but Usha Hiskina, Hiskino, Isha Shemach, Mishnah Lug, Bechai Balo, Umesa Bal, Moitzmiyala Kufais. There was the Kanas of Usha that Rabbi Yosi Bar Chanina said that 
they they were misakin that a woman should not sell the nuchse milug while her husband's alive. Um, uh, and 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 if she if she does, or uh, she, they didn't say she shouldn't sell, but they said that if she did sell it, um, and then she dies, the bal is most miyad lekuches. Now it's an important Rashi here, the last Rashi on peiches on base. But ish buusha hiskinu the afa gafde ba amalav kikinina gufta mean. Even if you're going to hold again, we, we, we said before that the machlekes is totally if you hold it's kinin haguf or not. Meaning the fact that you have rights to the paris is that like kinin haguf in the actual karka or not, right? So Rashi, so 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 they bring down from from Usha and Rashi explains what this means that even if you would hold that it's lavki kinin haguf, meaning what? Meaning that typically if a person sells the property, that somebody else has the right to the paris. It would be a good sale, right? Um, when it comes to a baal in the nechassim of his wife, the chachamim made his 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 shibud greater, stronger. So they were misakin in usha. They were worried, what's going to happen if a woman has these nixemiluk, she has these properties, she came into the marriage with these properties, and the husband has the right to the pairs, and she were to go ahead and sell them. Now, let, let, let's take, sorry, one step back. If she were not to have sold them, and she were to die before before him, who gets those those uh, those uh, that property? The Baal gets the property, right? The husband gets the property. So, so they were worried that if they would allow her to sell it, then the Baal is going to be upset at her. You came into the into the into the uh, marriage with, you know, this great property. I was, had the rights to the fruit, and I thought I was going to be arshing you, and you went ahead and sold it. You cheated me. So they were worried about that. Therefore, they were misnaken. Even if you don't hold that that uh, that. The right to Paris gives you bilas. In this case, they held that they were that it's not a sale, or at least that the bal could be So Amr of Idibar Avin Afanan Anan Nami Tanina. I also learned this. We learned it in a different Mishnah. Why? If Aiden came and said we're giving Aidus on this person that he was Megarish's wife. And he paid her the ksuba. Now, but the reality is not like that. The reality is that she's still married to him. How do we know that? We see that she's there. She's in the house. She's cooking for him. She's doing his laundry. They stay there together overnight. Now, then it turns out afterwards that they were Aiden Zoyim. There you don't say you have to pay the whole ksuba. Ella toivas hanos subasa. Only the toivas hanos the ksuba. So, so to 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 again just to to take a step back and 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 recognize what we're talking about here. So we do not say that because they said that she, that he was megarasher and he paid the ksuba. Let's say the ksuba was worth two hundred zuz, right? So therefore, they have to pay her 200 zuz because they tried to cheat her out of 200 zuz. That's not the case. And Rashi points out, by the way, that that's why the, the Gemara has to say, or the, or the Mishnah that the, the Gemara is bringing down, has to say, 
it, it specifically points out it's a case where we see that they're that they're still together because otherwise if, if it would have seemed that they were that he wasn't a garisher maybe it would have been different right let's just say um if, if i can add a layer of complexity here let's just say two adam had come and said that Reuven was Megarish Leia. Two other Adam came and said Reuven paid the Ksuba to Leia. And it turned out that those Adam were Zaymim, the second set that said that he paid the Ksuba. Then they would have to pay the whole Ksuba. Right? But in this case, we're clear that they're still married, right? So so because they're still married, she she wasn't entitled to the Ksuba yet. Right, we don't know that a woman's ever going to get the ksuba because what happens if she dies first? She never gets the ksuba. Right, the ksuba is only in case he dies, or he's megarisher that he has to pay the ksuba. Right, so therefore, what does she really have? She has a uh, a, a contingent um, a, a contingent right to two hundred zus. Right, so that contingent right is what she can sell. It's what's available to her. That's called Toivas Hano. The Toivas Hano, that she might be able to get it. The Gemara's going to explain that in a second. But bottom line is, that's what they have to pay, is that Toivas Hano. They don't have to pay the full amount of the Ksuba. They have to pay the value that it had, the present-day value that she might be able to collect it in the future. Right? Ezel Toivas Hano is Ksubasa, like we just said. We see how much a person would pay for that contingent right. If a woman would go to the marketplace today, and she'd say, I'm, you know, 35 years old. My husband's 37. We're both in good health. I have this ksuba uh, that, that you know, in theory, if he dies before me, I'll be able to collect 200 zuz. Then, you know, there's a whole there's a whole algorithm to figure out, you know, what are the chances he's going to die first? She's going to die first, da-da-da, how many years? And and there's and there's sort of a present-day value you can assume, uh, assign to this ksuba. Now, obviously, that present-day value is a very small value. Um would be different, I would imagine, if the husband was lying on his deathbed and, and, and you know, whatever. But in a general case, there's a very small value assigned to that ksuba. So that's the, that's what they would have to pay. Bin Mesa, but however, if, if you know, so, so what are you paying for? That in this armor, this gosh, they're going to get it. Bin Mesa, you're a Shenabala. But if she would die, then the husband would get it, meaning meaning he would never have to pay it out. Right, the Now here's the point of this: if you did not hold of why do we say that the chances are? Let's call it 50-50. Either he dies before her, or or divorces her. That's a fifty percent chance, and there's a fifty percent chance that she's going to die first. And so that's the 50-50, and that's all, that's, and, and, and therefore you base this whole algorithm, and therefore you figure out the terms I know. Maybe, if you held, you could sell stuff. Tisbin Ksubasa Legamri, let her sell the whole Ksuba. She's allowed to sell today. She's allowed to sell whatever, whatever rights she has today. In, in, let's say on the Meloid property, right? The Nilse Meluk. Let her sell that, and then she'll have money. There's, there's an actual real value to real property today. So you see, if you can't do that, if you assume that the husband is going to yarshing her, that must be that we hold like Takanas Usha, that if the woman dies before the husband, even if she sold the property, he can take it back. So therefore, it's a certainty that if that happens, that she dies first, he gets the property. Amrabaya, no, no, no. Who says we're talking about 
So in Barzal here, there's two different possibilities, right? This Nitzay Melug is Nechassan that she comes in and she owns the, the actual property and he has the rights to the parents. So in Barzel is something that her father gave her as a Nedunya, as a, uh, as a what do you call it, a uh, dowry, as a dowry, right? So the dowry, with the way it comes in, so this is why it's called So in Barzel, Rashi explains this, is that it's, it's like iron. It's strong, meaning that it came in at a value of, call it uh, $1,000, that value of the dowry, the Baal is responsible for. So while he can use the property while they're married and everything, but he is responsible to always pay out that money, even if it goes lower or higher. If the value goes up or down, it doesn't matter. There's a static value that he owes her. So Abaya says, true, Nixen Melug maybe Usha would have given... A, 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 would have made a takana because really she has the, 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 she has a certain value. That property is hers. And if it goes up or down, that, that, uh, that swing in value is a value that's, that, that that's assigned to her. But Nixay Sain Barzel, this dowry property, the, 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 it's all on the husband because he's the one who sort of backstops it. And any value swing, one way or another, is for is for his account. So therefore, therefore she has even less bailus on that. So now Abaya goes even further. We're, 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 we're at this point. Just by the way, we have no idea why this Gemara is is here in our in in, in our Gemara. Like we're we're still we're still going on and on about something, which we're going to get to soon, why this Gemara is by us, right? This whole discussion. Because remember, our, our, our Gemara is talking about a chayvel, uh, is talking about wounding people. Why are we talking about these Nusim look and the story of, 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 of Shmuel's mother and everything? Oh, well, how did this all come into this, our Gemara? So we're going to get to this soon. But in the meantime, we're going even further afield. Um, Rabbi, now that we're talking about Tevis let me tell you something else about Tevis Hanah. Tevis Hanah Tevis this Tevis that we spoke about earlier, meaning that 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 small value that's assigned to 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 the ksuba that if she were divorced from her husband or he died first, she would get the ksuba so she could sell that Tevis she gets that money. Why? If you're gonna say that the money is assigned to the husband, then we said before that what are the Adam Zaymim Chayef? The Adam Zaymim for this Tevis But if it, if she wouldn't get that money anyway, and it would go to the husband anyway, then the then the Adam Zaymim are going to say, what What do you mean that we have to pay you that? You never lost that money because you would have never gotten it to begin with. You would have never gotten that money. It would have gone to your husband anyway. So in, in which case, we would never mafsed you anything. There were never any real damages. There's never any damages. We don't have to pay you anything. Right? He says, no, that's not true. There's still revach basa. Meaning what? Meaning if there's more money in the bank account, even if the money goes to the husband, but if there's more money in the bank account, that means they're under less pressure, right? There's more money to pay off all the credit card bills and whatever else. So she gets her no from that. So it's no riot. Paris. 
um, the halacha is that the Tevis does go to the woman, and the Baal does not get the, the, the pairs of the Tevis So let's just take a second to explain what that means. He doesn't take on the pairs, meaning that she, th- there's cash that comes in now. If she would sell this, 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 the rights to the Ksuba, she would get a certain amount of cash. She, he, she is not forced to buy property with that cash in order for the husband to get the pairs. She can hold on to that cash. My time of pair taking a larabana, pair to pair, loy taking a larabana. They were mistaking pairs out of the actual property. If something comes in later that's even further afield, you're not forced to sort of make these pairs. It's, it's not quite meduik in the, in the Gemara, pair to pair, because it's not really, uh, it's not an indirect pair. It's, it's just further afield. But regardless, that, that's what he's saying. Okay. He oster of Papa Ravuna Brave Yoshua, Mibe Rav, Amritanina, Latakonas Usha. Now, here's the point here in the Gemara. This is the point. This is why our Gemara brought this down. We have a raya for the Dakonas Usha, which again, remember, the Dakonas Usha was that a woman cannot sell, or if a woman sells the, the Nixay Milug, the husband, and she, then she dies, the husband can take the Nixay Milug from the Lukufas, right? That was Dakonas Usha. So we have a right to that from our mission. Because, because, or, or our Gemara here that we're talking about, because it said, that it's always bad to not to, 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 to meet up with an evident Isha. Why? Because if somebody is somebody damages them, they're chayev, and if they're if they damage somebody else, they're potter. Why are they potter? Because an Isha has no money, an Evid has no money, obviously, an Isha has no money, it's all her balls, right? If it's true that we don't have Dakonas Usha, meaning that a woman could sell the Nikhse Milog, if that would be the case, then Tizman Nikhse Milog, if a woman damaged somebody, why do we say she has no money? Say that she has the Nikhse Milog, she could she's sell the Nikhse Milog, and then she could pay the, the, the for the damage. So the Gemara says, no, no, there's no right here. So the, the Gemara says, no, no, there's no right. Because even if you would hold of Takanas Usha, that the man can take that property if she dies first, right? There's still Tevis Hano. What if, what if he dies first? So there's still a possibility that the guy that the Lekev could get the property. So there is a certain value. Yeah, it's a lesser value than the actual property is, but there is some value. There's some money here. Sell whatever you do have and collect whatever money you can and pay the damages, right? Ella, my, what are we talking about? The Lesla. So it must be that she doesn't have the same look. You have no raya to or to or against the 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 um so then, why doesn't she sell the ksuba with the tevis Right, like that we talked about earlier. There's tevis that 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 a woman can sell the, the right that if she if, if 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 the husband dies first or divorces her, she will get money, and they would get the right. To, whoever buys this would get the right to collect that money. This is going to be mayor who holds, we hold the same thing, right? That a person can never have his wife um, without a ksuba, right? 
What's the reason? In order, though, what's the reason why Reb Meir holds you cannot have a woman, your wife, without a ksupa? Because you don't want him to be able to just be megarisher. If there's no, if there's no uh, uh, material consequence to him, he gets upset. She burnt the toast. He'll kick her, kick her out, right? But now he has to think twice because he has to pay her out. But if there, if you'd be able to sell it, so then he wouldn't have to pay her. Frankly, Gemara, that doesn't make sense. Let me Here, for sure, he's not going to be megarisha. Though the person who she sold the the, the rights to then for sure he's going to come collect that money from him, right? So so it can't be that the reason the issue would be Remeir, right? Ella tevis mili nino. So no, must be that tevis is mili, mili is just words. It's this amorphous concept. And, 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 you know, it's this contingent possibility that maybe something in the future, and that you can't sell. That's not true. It's still something. It might be this, this contingent concept. But the reality is, like everything else in the world, there's a value that can be assigned to it. You know, find the right gambler and, 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 and he'll pay for it. Right? I mean, that's the insurance companies deal with this all the time, right? Right. So there's, there's always a value that can be assigned. So what do you mean? What are you telling me? It's just mealy nanu. It's not just this this conceptual theoretical idea. There is a value can be assigned. Must be because If a person sells a shtarchay to his friend, meaning a person has a promissory note. Reuven gave Shimon a promissory note that 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 Reuven owes Shimon a hundred dollars. Shimon can go ahead and sell that promissory note to Levi, right? Let's he sells it at a discounted value. He tells him, "Here's the promissory note. I'll sell for a value face value a hundred dollars. I'll sell it to you for eighty. Great deal, right? Now, what if Shimon then, after he sold it to Levi, tells Reuven, you know what? You owed me $100. I'm it. He says that is that is uh, Even the Yerush of, of, of Shimon could be Mechilet. Amri, Zvuni, Zavn, V'titn Lei, V'mochlo Lei, L'gabe Baal, Timchlon. So we say, what do you mean? Why not say let her sell it? Let let her sell it, and if she if, if she's meichlet to the baal, what's what's your worry that she's going to be meichlet and therefore there's no value? Okay, so let her sell it, and if she's meichlet, she's meichlet. So then that that purchaser, you know, is a is 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 would have factored that into the price that there's a possibility she might be meichlet, and he would end up with nothing. Just like there's a possibility he may end up with nothing. If she dies first, right? So he factors that into the value. But so what? So the Gemara says, no, 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 no. There's not, it's not a chance that she might, might be Michaelit. She will absolutely be Michaelit. She's going to say, why should Yenem, why should this guy be able to collect money from my husband? Uh, you know, at the end of the day, I'm not collecting it, so uh, I'm going to be Michael. It. So, it, and that that that's an absolute. It's not a contingent possibility. It's an absolute, and we're not going to be we're not going to be be a dime set up a possibility where where there can be a marketplace for something that's going to for sure cause a loss. Why not say? 
that she should sell it to the guy who she damaged in the Tevis I mean, not sell it. I mean, she'll give it to him, really. But there's a certain value there, right? Just like we said before, there's a value to Tevis know. So give it to this guy, right? Right? She, he doesn't lose out, the Gemara says, because if you give it to the person, if the woman gives it to the person she damaged, then worst case scenario is she's Meichler. So if she's Meichler, he hasn't lost anything because a moment before he didn't have anything. Are, are we okay? Are you, are, like, it's, 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 it's very complicated. So uh, you have to like, okay, right? So, so, so we're saying here that, 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 that the Gemara is introducing this possibility and saying, true, true, she can't sell it on the open marketplace because there, we're not going to set up a, 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 a marketplace where someone's for sure going to lose. But here, what what loss does he have? Let him take the the one percent chance or whatever that she'll forget to be class, whatever it is. But let him take something. Why do we say the woman's off scot free? She damaged this guy. Let her give whatever she can give. So the Gemara, no, we won't want to do that. Why? We know she's for sure going to be Michael. So we're not going to set up Bezdin to, to for, for she, he, what's going to happen, right? Leia hurt Shimon on the street, right? She, 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 she knocked, she knocked him down. She hurt him, whatever. She did something to him, right? Now she owes him a hundred dollars. Shimon's going to take her to Bezdin. So Bezdin is going to say, okay, we're going to figure out, well, you have no money, therefore give, give them the tevis and the liksu, but do this whole thing, they're going to have a whole, and then they have to figure out how much value that is, da 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 work it out, spend a whole day on this. We're not going to make Matriach Bezin into something to, do, to, to waste their time on this, because we know, we're certain that she'll be Michael. So you're, you're right, from the, from the da- damagee's perspective, from the victim's perspective, there's no loss. But from Bezdin, what are we wasting Bezdin's time for? So we're not going to set up a whole, you know, monkey show here where we're going to have Bezdin sit and do something that that, that, that is not going to have any value at the end of the day. Right? So too, if she damaged her husband, she doesn't lose her tsuba, meaning that woman has no money, but let's say she damaged her husband, she owes him money, right? At the end of the day, she damaged somebody, he happens to be her husband, she owes her money, so let's say that, that he gets, she, he now doesn't have to pay the ksuba. So the Gemara, but the, the Mishnah says, that she doesn't lose the ksuba, am I? Right? Why, why do we say that she shouldn't give him the ksuba? Because again, there's a value. There's a value that if she does if he does divorce her, he won't have to pay the ksuba. Right? So there is a certain value today. So why not say that she has to do that? Right? She she did damage him. Havadar a mayor. So it must be this is this is for sure a mayor. The Amar also like Right? This is what we said before. Yeah, on, on Amaral. That you're not allowed to have a woman without the ksuba. But time am I they should like take Kalaba Ainab like Sia. Right here, he'll be Megarsher and take the money. He won't actually have to pay her out because he'll he'll say there's a right of set off here. I'm being Megarish you. 
I owe you 200 zoos, but you owe me 200 zoos because you damaged me. So really, I don't have to pay you anything. So we don't want a, a situation where it's easy for a man to just be Megarish's wife. We're talking about uh, we're, we're, we're talking about um, that, that that the ksuba is worth more. Right? Let's say the 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 uh, the was was uh, was fifty, right? And the ksuba is two hundred. So he's not going to be megarish her in order to get the set off of fifty because he's still going to have to pay out one hundred and fifty. So he's not going to do that. Right? If it's if it's more than the value of the deraisa dike ksuba, then why not say let's do a set off of just the amount above the ksuba deraisa? Ksuba deraisa, he'll still have. He'll still have to pay her. Meaning, you'll satisfy Reb Meir. Because he still has, he's, he still wouldn't want to divorce. It won't be so easy because he's gonna have to pay out money, and and do the set off against the additional value. So the Gemara says no. Where it's not valued more. That that why. We're talking about where the chavala was only four zuzim, and the the value of the ksuba is twenty five because. It would be that 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 would be the the, the mana if it, if you were talking about an, a, a a a grusha or not mana, right? So he's not going to. It's it's sort of the same thing as what we said before, right? That he's not going to be megar. He's he, he, he's not going to 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 uh, to be megarish her where um where 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 he's where he's gonna it's gonna end up costing him more. LMI, the, the, the safer of that Mishnah says, just like you, you don't sell it. When when she's married to him, she, she's not supposed to sell the ksuba. She also doesn't lose the ksuba. So, but you see, there's a possibility that she could be master. She could lose that ksuba. Where the value of the ksuba is more than the value of the ksuba der Raisa. In that case, we said before, we must be talking about a case where it's not worth more. But if you were talking about a case where he promised her, you know, an extra $100,000 above and beyond the Ksuba der Raisa, so there is a value there. So you see that you could be Mapsa The Seif is really talking about something else. It's talking about Ksuba's Din Dichrin. Just like we say, by uh, that law, when you sell a ksuba to others, she doesn't lose out on the ksubas nin dichrin. My time is zadan sua. Kach mecheres ksubas labayla. If six ksubas nin dichrin, my time is zadan sua. So let me explain what we're talking about here. So ksubas nin dichrin is that if a uh, if a man marries two women, and he let's say the wife dies before before him, so he gets. He doesn't have to pay out the, 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 the ksuba. Let's say the ksuba is worth 200. He doesn't have to pay out the ksuba of 200. But when he dies, the sons of the woman who died first take off the top of the Arusha pile, top of whatever the value of the estate is, they take that 200, they take that off the top. 
that doesn't go into the pot to be split amongst all the Yorshim. So, so the, so the, the, um, Mara says, just like a person who would sell her ksuba to others. When she sells that ksuba rights to others, it doesn't mean that she's giving up the right of her sons to collect that. So if she sold it, the other sons cannot come and say, your mother sold the rights, so therefore this 200 goes into the pot. So too, the state of the mission is saying that if she lost it to her husband, so to speak, it wouldn't, it, it, she, she wouldn't lose out for her her male children, her male offspring, right? My time, because she says she was pressed, a financial pressure, she had to do it. But the financial pressure of what she had to do is she only sold whatever she would have had rights to, but not, not her son's stuff. She would have never sold that because that's not really hers. That's her son's. So she can't be forced to sell that. She would have never sold it. She only would have sold the minimum that she would have been forced to sell because she was under that financial pressure. So, so now the Gemara says, okay, so now, so now let's say the Gemara veers off from what we're talking about, goes back to the Takanas Usha. Maybe, <laughs> let's say, Takanas Usha is a machlag one Tana holds that Avde Melug. So we were talking about Nixay Melug before. What are Nixay Melug we said was, a, let's say, a real estate property, right? A piece of real property. And the woman owns it. And the husband gets the paris, gets the, the fruit, gets the, 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 you know, whatever grows on the property. So the same thing would be with an Evid. Let's say a woman came into the marriage with Avde Melug. They're her avadim, but the husband has the rights to the work that the Ebed does. While they're married, the husband has that right. Now, let's say they somebody knocked out the shane or the ayin, right? If you knock out the shane or ayin of an Ebed, right, the Ebed goes free, right? So, so one Tana holds that if, that, that if the woman, the wife, knocked out the shane or the ayin of the Ebed, then the Ebed would go free. But not the, not if the husband does it. The Tana Idach, neither of them, if they knock it out, are they, uh, does the Evan go free? Why? Because each of them has, has, has an ownership right. So therefore, the fact that you knocked out the eye of your Evan, you didn't knock out the eye of my Evan, therefore, he can't go free. So maybe that's the Machloikis of, of uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, um, Maybe that's the Dakon of Usha is, is subject to this Machlaikis, right? So, Vru, the Kula, I'm a Kenyan pair's life, Kenyan Agov dummy. My love, the Hakam, if he demands the Omar Leisha, Leslie Takonas Usha, the Tano holds that if the woman knocks it out, he does go free. He doesn't hold on to Konas Usha. Therefore, why? He, because Takonas because Usha is that you cannot, you cannot, or if you do sell the Nifseim alone, the husband can still take it back. Right, so but if but if in this case Evan goes free, obviously the husband can't take it back. So obviously, this Tana does not hold of the of the Takana of Usha. He does hold the Takana of Usha, and therefore, if you knock it out, either the man or the woman, both of them have certain rights within the Evid, and therefore, therefore he wouldn't go free. So the light the Kuliyama Islu Takana Usha. Everybody does hold it. One is before the Kana, one's after. They could all hold of it. It's just, you know, the, the first time I was talking about before the Takana Vusha, in which case, if the woman knocks it out, he does go free. 
And the second the second Manda Omar was talking about after Kanazusha. At that point, if the woman does it, they don't go free. And then there's other answers, but uh, we're getting late. We're gonna have to. We'll stop here. This was not.